So there's this TV show called Air Crash Investigation. And as the name would suggest, the premise of the show is looking at these air crashes and trying to figure out the causes behind them. There are a few cases where there's a major mechanical flaw that means the plane is doomed even before it takes off. I'll tell you what, this English Ashes campaign was doomed before the first ball was bowled at the Gabba. It all started this summer, where England were looking to solidify their top five, particularly the opening partner to Alistair Cook, the number three and the number five positions. By the end of the summer, they were no closer to solving those issues. Then the Ben Stokes controversy struck. So they needed to replace him in the Ashes squad. But what do you know? Toby Rowland-Jones and Mark Wood were both injured. Toby Rowland-Jones with his height and Mark Wood with his pace would have been great assets in Australia, but they were not available for selection. And then before the first tour game, Stephen Finn, the only English bowler capable of bowling 140 kilometers an hour consistently, succumbs to injury and is ruled out of the ashes. Moeen Ali picks up a side strain, which means that he's out of the first two tour games. And then in amongst all the tour games, Jake Ball comes under an injury cloud as well. So the English fast bowling stocks are completely decimated at this point. So off the field, things were going awry. And on the field, things weren't much better. The tour games England played were against either a second string Western Australian team or the Cricket Australia 11, which is made up of young fringe state players. Add to that, the pitches were slow and flat. It was hardly ideal preparation for what they were going to face in the Ashes. Fast forward to the Gabba. Something actually goes right for Joe Root. He wins the toss and decides to bat first. But that was about as good as it got for England as things went downhill once again from there. And sure, they were in the game for the first three days. But if England have any designs on winning this series, they should have been in a dominant position after the first three days. But the holes which many thought this team possessed were clear for all to see. At the end of the fourth day, when England were facing a heavy defeat, news came out that Johnny Bairstow, quote-unquote, head-butted Cameron Bancroft. Just what Australia needed, more ammunition to sledge the English players and to get under their skin. In the end, it was a crushing 10-wicket defeat for England, and I am struggling to see how they could win a test in this series, let alone retain the Ashes. When you look at this team, the batting is flimsy. Yes, Mark Stoneman, James Vince, and David Milan all scored half centuries in this game. But does anyone trust them to consistently score big? Absolutely not. Milan and Stoneman struggled against Lyon, and James Vince, we know, has a tendency to flash at the ball outside the off stump. And then even their two established players showed weakness. Alistair Cook looks a shell of his former self, and it's going to be hard for him to wrestle back the momentum in this series. And Joe Root, Australia looked like they are honing in on his weakness with the ball angled into him. Big LBW candidate, Joe Root. Moeen Ali, his spinning finger was cut during the game, so he wasn't able to impart as many revolutions on the ball. And remember that side strain injury? Is he fully fit yet? Johnny Besto, now he's going to be the center of a lot of sledging. Is he going to be able to deal with that? And by the way, that tail end against this Australian fast bowling attack, please. And what about the bowling attack? The fast bowlers simply do not possess the speed 
nor the ability to hit the pitch hard that is required in Australian conditions. And Moe Nali, even fully fit, is half the bowler that Nathan Lyon is. Sure, this Australian team is far from flawless, but I don't think this English team has the ability to expose those flaws. Now, there may be a glimmer of hope for England with Mark Wood potentially being available for selection for the Perth Test, but he's coming off a long injury and has next to no cricket under his belt. Is he going to turn the tide on his own? I somehow don't think so. So for English fans, buckle up, because this is going to be one bumpy ride.